0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I am Bill Knight. Well, here we are. Top of the week to you, and uh, it's going to be an interesting day, an interesting day today, yeah. tomorrow. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I say it
0: excited or... You know, there's a saying, and I'll I'll, I'll clean it up a bit. Uh, 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 what is it? Opinions are like derriere's. Yes. Everyone's yeah, like, everyone's got one. <laughs> yeah. Over the weekend, uh, all weekend long, you could flip around, and depending upon uh, the network you went to, like if you went to MSNBC, they were dancing, they were clapping, Trump was uh, about to be brought down, and all that stuff. Then you go over to uh, CNN, that they're, they're trying to sound like they're neutral, but they're happy too. Then you go to Fox, and Fox, which of course, as we all know. Uh, for the most part has slipped a lot since 2020 as far oh, as hell man. yeah uh, but they were a little more tepid about their, uh, their showing their their true feelings. But on the social media platforms there is a lot of anger bill. A lot of people are ticked off at the whole process and it, I don't think people realize just how dangerous a situation this really is. We are in a very, very shaky uh, area here. I mean, to think that the sitting, not sitting, but a former president of the United States is about to be essentially uh, arrested tomorrow. He's going to be arrested. He's going to be read his Miranda rights. He's going to be booked and photographed. Uh, This has not happened ever before. This is Many people believe, including yours truly, believe that this is the consummate third world nation uh, action. The fact that they're going to be doing what they're doing, it's not because he committed a crime. Anybody who looks around would uh, admit to that. They're doing this because they want to politically bring uh, the front runner of one party to his knees. And mm-hmm. uh,
1: look, look, the, the, these are bogus, illegal charges. Even if there was any merit to the, well, there's 30 plus counts based yeah, on. 34? Yeah. Yeah, on $130,000 of hush money, which is a standard business practice that did not come from his campaign funds. Everything is above the board and uh, legit, but no, they're going to try to turn it into something different. All right. Let's say it was something different, just for argument's sake. Mm -hmm. The statute of limitations has run out. I don't care that you got an entire city, you know, that goes, oh, it's illegal. (laughs) You didn't act in time, stupid, so it's over. (laughs) It's over before it ever started, but you're going to make something. And then here comes the DOJ, boom, 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 boom. Well, we believe that Trump went through those documents at Mar-a-Lago after we investigated, and he may have moved some papers. Oh, jeez. Number one, they're his presidential papers. He declassified them. What part of the law do you not understand? Oof. Because it seems that you want to make it all up.
0: Why? Settle down. Settle down. I know. My anger it's anxiety. Money. You it's funny. He's been storing this all weekend, friends. No, I, I just need a Democrat that I can sit there and punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do not condone any kind of violence in any way in this show. A picture, of really? One. Yes, I'll send you a picture of one. Yes, uh, anyway. you know that's what we need to do. You want to make some money? Yes, yeah, somebody's
1: going to take this and steal it. watch. It'll be out next week. A
0: punching bag, right? A Biden punching bag. <laughs> well,
1: you know that would sell like hotcakes. Yeah,
0: but we can't. We don't condone that in any way. We are. We have to be. Dignified and uh, and controlled, Bill. You well, know, I'll speak for yourself. Yes. <laughs> but
1: uh, I'm uh, not. This is not even my real name. It's my
0: nom de nom air. de plume, as they would say. Oh, hey, yes.
1: I told you not to say my name. Nom <laughs> oh, de plume. sorry,
0: Mister Plume. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mister de Plume do de you. Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> His lawyers keep saying to the press, you know, he's. He's gonna have the whole thing thrown out. I mean, they're gonna there's no way that a good judge is going to allow this to even go to the next step. It's gonna be thrown out. This is what they're telling President Trump and the media. But my thought is, you know, every step of the way they have broken been ru- a bad, bad they've yeah, broken yeah, rules, you know I mean the the left has broken a rule. They've broken a tradition. we We all knew that. There weren't any charges here. There was no substance to what was happening. They never should have charged the indictment in the first place, and they broke that rule. Now, the same thing is going to happen, I think, tomorrow. I think more rules will be broken. They've already told the Secret Service that uh, he won't be handcuffed, and they walked through where he was going to go tomorrow, so they had a... uh, Do you buy that? Well, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that tomorrow they're going to break some more rules, and and just when he comes in, they're going to... Maybe handcuff them and in front of the court. I mean, they're going to make a show out of this. Because I think well, here's what they're going to do. I think Bill they they don't they don't expect to win anything uh, in in court, but I do think that they expect to win in the court of public opinion.
1: Well, oh, yeah, they're they're already working on that. Even the people that supposedly were at Mar-a-Lago to you know protest, you know, and be there, uh, nobody really showed up for that. It's like. You wait until tonight or tomorrow night when he's back, if they allow him to be back in time. I think they're going to detain him a little bit because he's going to walk in. And, you know, New York City has already said, all hands on deck in your uniform. Nobody gets a day off. They're all there. And do you think that they're not suspecting
0: something or planning something? Well, um,. Here's the You know, the report that came out on Saturday said that President Trump was expected to be arraigned on Tuesday at 2.15 p.m. in New York City on the charges. But today I heard that the Trump campaign released that President Trump was going to fly to New York today, stay overnight at Trump Towers, and then he was going to be arraigned tomorrow morning. So already there's a discrepancy in time. Is he
1: flying in his plane? Yeah, yes he is. See now, all the little uh, libtards are uh, on the internet. You think this is a flight risk? Just asking. Uh, No, I don't. But I think you're an idiot. I'm just saying. Well, you know what they
0: (laughs) what they're going to do, from what I understand, is they're going to uh, impose a gag order. Now this is this to me sounds illegal. They want to shut them up. Yeah, but then they get everything. Everything about this is illegal. Uh, Harmeet Dillon, uh, do I have the audio from Harmeet? I don't know. Do you Uh, have the audio? I I do not. Uh, Anyway, I'll I'll read to you. She said suggested the Soros funded DA will attempt to silence President Trump with a gag order. That way, the communist left can prevent President Trump from campaigning. Uh, Now, a new report in the Daily Mail revealed on Sunday that the New York City DA's office will gag President Trump on Monday. Now, think about this for a second. They're already saying to the media that they don't expect this case to go to court anytime soon. It may take as long as a year or longer before— yeah, past the election. Yeah, so here's the thing. If they, gag... If they gag him tomorrow—you got it. If they gag him tomorrow, supposedly— and they don't get that gag re- order removed, he won't be able to campaign. Yeah, they shut
1: down the candidacy, and um, what's he going to
0: do? <laughs> you know, someone well, said— Well,
1: I had a suggestion on the weekend.
0: Someone said to me—I uh, me, <laughs> wasn't personally talking to this someone, but I heard someone say, and it was a good suggestion, he should not turn himself into New York tomorrow. He should make them come down to get him. He should make them come down. I don't know whether that's a good idea. It sounded yeah, because good. Because like, then when I heard that it. gives
1: them all the opportunity to handcuff him, mess him up, take the pictures that way. You know, no matter what he does, they are going but to fl- cast a negative picture. I of
0: think him. the reason why they said it was, DeSantis said he wasn't going to get involved with any type of extradition. So if New York says we want him, he's breaking our rules he didn't come in to be um, you know fingerprinted and arrested and New- and if Florida says well that's too bad we're not doing a thing for you then mm. what can New York do? there are no federal laws involved here unless right. uh, unless they can say it's interstate flight but see he didn't leave New York he didn't leave New York to hide from. Them, you know, he didn't leave right. New York because he was trying to get away. He lives in Florida. So I don't know. Although, like I said earlier, they've broken every rule and law that you would ex- expect uh, would have been, you know, upheld. They've broken them. So yes. uh, who knows? Who knows? It'll be interesting. Uh, he'll be in New York. To- I wonder whether it's a good idea for him to be in New York today. It's going to be uh, a zoo.
1: I was just going to say, all hell is going to break uh, break loose in Mar-a-Lago because they're going to stage something, and they'll do something nefarious, and you know that, mm-hmm. and they'll blame it on him. Uh, but I, you know, back to my kind of tongue-in-cheek suggestion, he ought to campaign, and he ought to sit there. He there's going to be things he can't talk about, but things he can talk about. Hey, we're going to make America great again, and then he could sit there and have a dummy. Have a dummy maid, you know, that looks like Alvin Bragg or have a Joe Biden one <laughs> that sit there and you have a Jeff Dunham type person down there doing the, you know, ex- saying exactly the message that he wants well, to get
0: you made out. A, you made an inter- interesting point. If he can't talk, if he's gagged from talking technically, right. can, can he be in the room and listen to an associate exactly do the uh, talking for him? Is, is that a I think so, and I I think yeah, to keep it in character
1: with Trump, Trump is a guy that's known to sit there and always have an ace up his sleeve, and he loves to sit there and belittle the other side. So take this take this smear and smear it all
0: over their face. I got a question, another question for you. You know he's done he's done thousands of hours of speeches that have all been videotaped. Uh, What I'm wondering whether if someone were to take compilations of his old speeches that apply to what's happening to him right now. I mean, he has talked about being arrested. He has talked about the attack from the left on him. And, you know, I'm I'm wondering whether he could make uh, appropriate responses from the old videotape and have the videotape answer as opposed to him. Would that be considered breaking the gag rule? If he physically is not making a statement is that breaking the gag rule? Well, I'm not a legal scholar, I couldn't
1: tell you, but I would think that things that are history that are out there, you know, gag rule is you're you're gagged from talking about what's going on right now. Yes. And that would be and to me my interpretation would be you are not allowed to do it physically you know, now, and it was not pre-recorded with the intention of getting around a gag order. It is a part of documented history. So to sit there and, you know, and do it that way, I think Mm. that he would be above the, but, you know, they would find a way to dance around it. You know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, then they
1: would go back and take the idea and use it themselves because that's how Democrats roll, you know? Uh, I heard, uh, uh,
0: I think it was uh, Alan Dershowitz who said that it it seems that Bragg has made the mistake of uh, uh, the whole process is, how did he put it? He said it was essentially breaking the law and that that Bragg could end up going to jail from doing what he's done. Well,
1: let me ask you a question. If this is... This is cam, uh, cam, uh, campaign interference, campaign fraud on right. on the Democrat side, right. And Bragg is the poster child for it. Could he not be brought up on treason charges? Um, acting uh, against the public, you know of the uh, acting against the people well, the you know States. I mean, there's,
0: there's a lot of people who've committed treason in my book recently. In, yeah, in but Washington. we got to pick one and and
1: <laughs> and go for it. Well, and,
0: and I don't mean by picking right. one. Because
1: he's black. Uh, It has nothing to do with it. He
0: could be purple, you know? Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with race. Although I have to tell you, in all honesty, the Democrats, the first thing they usually say is that uh, he's being a racist. I mean, they have diminished the importance of that word over uh, recent times. I mean, it used to be when I was a young man, if someone said he's a racist, everybody in the country knew exactly what the person— uh, what the person was saying, they were saying he was discriminating me against me because of my skin color. But now, I mean, if you double park, they call you a racist. You know, he's taking the place of some minority could who could park there. It is it is ridiculous how they have they have uh, just changed the uh, definition of that word. Do you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, there's
1: racism that goes on inside the administration. I mean, just as a fluff piece, I mean, the, the people that ride with uh, Kamala on Air Force 2, yeah. they're complaining about the food on the plane. And I kind of laughed. Well, you know what? Uh, bring your own lunch. But then <laughs> I started going, wait a minute. What does Joe get? You know, what does cranky old, uh, you know, white guy get on the wall? He gets filet mignon. And everybody that's on with Joe, they get really good stuff. Yeah. So what's the complaint of the press corps and Kamala and everyone else? They get a soggy paper bag with a soggy sandwich. Hey, listen, like you said, bring your own lunch. <laughs> you know Yeah, but but you know, that to me said that that Joe knows exactly what's going on in am plane. Like, yeah, it's Kamala, come on. You know she's yeah. she's my token. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Joe is a racist, so I can say that quite honestly. Oh, absolutely. In his history, people he is a racist. I- she even called him one. She should know.
0: Back in two thousand, that's true. During the debating uh, season uh, in two thousand, uh, in two thousand what nineteen, uh, yeah. Car- Carmela called him a racist essentially. And uh, Joe, if you listen to his his speeches on the Senate floor, like in two thousand four and earlier, he's always been. He a racist. is a he's a racist. Of course, now he tries to pretend that he's com- something completely different, uh, but he is not. You know. If it no. walks like a duck, and it talks like a duck, and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck, you know? He's uh, a duck. You know, Asa Hutchinson is a rhino, and mm-hmm. uh, it has Running been... Running for president now. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I used to like him. I'm talking 10 years ago, when I really didn't know a lot about him. He, just, he has another guy with a great smile, and, and a nice, affable personality, but underneath that surface is a devious son of a gun, and uh, he announced his presidency, his candidacy for the presidency uh, over the weekend on ABC, and they also asked him about uh, the indictment, and here's what Asa said.
2: You suggested recently that if Trump were to get indicted that he should drop out of the race. Do you believe that, now that he's been indicted, should he drop out? Well I do. First of all, the office is more important than any individual person. And so uh, for the sake of the office of the presidency, I do think that's too much of a sideshow and distraction and he needs to be able to concentrate uh, on uh, his due process and there is a presumption of innocence. But the second reason is throughout my eight years as governor and as a political leader, I've always said, that uh, people don't have to step aside from public office if they're under investigation. But if it reaches the point of criminal charges that have to be answered, the office is always more important than a person. And he should step aside and no longer run. Well, he should, but at the same time, we know he's not. And there's not any constitutional requirement. And so uh, he's going to pursue, and I understand that, but I stated my principles and belief and how uh, I think it should be handled. But he's going to proceed on, and so uh, he's going to be a candidate. And I think ultimately the voters are going to have to decide this.
0: You know, Rick Grinnell said uh, last week, and it's so true, every Republican candidate right now for the presidency should immediately drop out of the race and stand behind President Trump to show a united not this clown. front. A united front. This clown is, he's on a whole different page. Uh, no. You know, and by the way, Bill, this is the difference between Trump and everybody else, okay? Everybody else is a politician, Trump is something else altogether. He's a once in a lifetime candidate, whether you like his personality or not. You know, you never knew. People didn't know George Washington or even Abraham Lincoln, for that matter. They never knew their personality. It was their actions and deeds. I I would bet you, Bill, that if we didn't have the media that's all over everybody like we have nowadays, mm. that people would have a whole different look at, at the greatness of President Trump because of what he's done. Well, they th-
1: want to sweep that under the carpet. And, and Asa made a comment right at the front that I'm really embarrassed that he would say that as a Republican. He has the right to a defense. Asa, you know, they have to prove that he is a criminal. And by the way, Asa, Uh he should not be brought up in these charges. Not Not only the fact that they're bogus, because... They totally what he did was totally legit, legit and above board. But even if it were there were something questionable, it is beyond the statute of limitations. Know your law, Asa, because if you don't, you got no business running for president of the United States. And all you're going to do is sink the Republican Party. Oh, wait a minute. You're a rhino.
0: You know, what when, you want to do. When they arrest you in England, you're assumed to be guilty until proven innocent. And that was one of the things they flipped around when they started our country. They said, no, no, even if you're arrested, you are innocent until, until proven, proven guilty. guilty. That's the significant difference between the two countries.
1: Beyond a shadow of a doubt. And you have the right to a fair trial by your peers with... A state-controlled media with a- everything that they have been doing all along. Look at the impeachment charges. Yeah, he was impeached twice. But it turns out that that information was all a lie.
0: Thank you, Hillary. You did yeah. a fine job of being the first. Never mind. <laughs> but either way, he's he's on a roll, folks. He really is. Uh, I like this. We should do two hours. Uh, Mark <laughs> Levin was on over the weekend. And Mark Levin was talking about... Uh, The Democratic Party right now, they really are not what they used to be when I was a kid. Totally different party. This is a socialist party. These actually are more communist than socialist. Here's what Mark Levin said. The Republican
3: Party is under attack. They seek to destroy it. The conservative movement's under attack. They seek to destroy it. Any opposition, any contrary views. We have an FBI and a DHS under Joe Biden that's worked with social media platforms to advance their agenda, to censor people they disagree with, uh, to interfere in elections like the Hunter Biden laptop and so forth. We have uh, the entirety of federal law enforcement including those that deal with foreign threats and terrorism and so forth. The entirety of federal law enforcement focused on parents who later challenge school boards and teacher unions. Why? Because teacher unions are a strong part of the political army of the Democrat Party carrying out their will. We have federal prosecutions of innocent human beings who believe in life, who oppose abortion, who are protesting under the First Amendment, protected under the Bill of Rights in front of abortion clinics. They're throwing the book at them. Meanwhile, we have churches that are firebombed and attacked, and people are not being rounded up and prosecuted for that. We have anti-Semitism in the Democrat Party. We have racism spreading in the Democrat Party. All kinds of horrors taking place. Our civil liberties are under attack. The Democrat Party is attacking separation of powers. They reject the Constitution and the people who wrote it unless they can use it to attack it. Now, Donald Trump, why Donald Trump? Because Donald Trump is not Chris Christie. Because Donald Trump is not Asa Hutchison. Because Donald Trump is not Larry Hogan. Because Donald Trump is not your typical Washington Republican. Donald Trump is a really unique historic figure who has been standing up to all of these elements in the Democrat Party and increasingly in the Republican Party and in the media. He's a man who uses common sense. He's conservative but not by ideology, by experience and practice. He loves his country. He has tried to confront these elements within the country who do not love the country or are perfectly happy with the status quo. He took the third term of Obama by defeating Hillary Clinton. It was Hillary Clinton's turn, and he defeated her. They were surprised, and they have spent every waking moment to try and destroy him, and they fear him. And they fear if he comes back, he will be even more effective in a second term than he was in a first term. This is absolutely hard what's taking place. We have crossed the Rubicon now. We've crossed the Rubicon now where a former president who was the number one contender for the Republican nomination has been targeted and attacked. They seek to imprison him, not just charge him, but imprison him under charges in Washington, they hope, in Atlanta, they hope, in New York, they hope. They seek to overwhelm him, imprison him on state charges and on federal charges and choose the Republican nominee ...by the Democrat Party that is dragging this country into tyranny.
0: So President Trump is going to speak tomorrow night. I believe it's 8.15. I have a feeling he's going to say at least part of his speech will will say this.
4: Never forget everything this corrupt establishment is doing to me is all about preserving their power and control over the American people. If I renounced my beliefs, which I won't do, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed at home, if I said that a corrupt election was wonderful, the persecution would stop immediately. But I can't do that because I love our country far, far too much. And remember, they're coming after me because I'm standing up for you. And they're coming after you. Believe me, they're coming up for you.
0: Yeah, they are. They're coming after they're us. right, they are. They're not coming after just him. He's standing between them and us. <laughs> he, they're coming after us. If... Let's say, hypothetically, President Trump says tomorrow night at 8.15, uh, I've decided that uh, it's in my best interest and the best interest of my family uh, at this point to step aside and uh, drop out of the presidential race. What do you think that would do to our country?
1: Well, I, I think all hopes are lost then for uh, uh, anything, any, any freedom-loving American, because that means that everything that we thought we fought for is out the window. Mm-hmm. Now, would I blame him for doing that? No, because could you have gone through everything that he's gone through? No, I, I don't think so. No, And I don't think anybody would. Uh, why he's doing it, don't know. Glad he is. But, you know, take take away his money, take away his wealth, take all that away because he's put it on the shelf. He's not going to get to enjoy what he's worked so hard for his lifetime for the rest of his life. His yeah. living years has now become that of you know, a person that's got to defend himself and sometimes even far less than a common man. I so-
0: heard one of his lawyers say that uh, he has spent more money personally on lawyers than some countries spend for their 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 budget their annual budget I and mean, he has spent tens of millions of dollars defending himself from the attacks from the left yeah. now the, to good, the good news is he got he got uh, 4 million dollars from the public on the f- when they announced the indictment that night he got a, a 4 million dollars in donations which is fantastic but that's only a fraction of what he needs yeah, it
1: is. And, you know, uh, the left is making fun of that, saying, oh, what idiots these right people are. Well, let's go back a few years to Hillary and Clinton and uh, uh, the famous cigar thing and everything else in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky. And, you know, it depends on what your question of, or what your uh, definition of is is in the whole nine yards. Right. Either way, they, the the Clintons ended up in their defense, Uh without any money, but it was the democratic voting public is a, we got to support our guy. And you know, this funny thing is before the election, you know, all the, the Democrats are saying, if he can just keep it in his pants for a little bit longer, we'll win this thing because they knew they had the machine going back then. And he didn't, but they did. And and then it cost a lot of money, Mm. but the, his voting public, Bailed them out in money, and then Hillary got some inside information for a thousand bucks that became <laughs> quite a bit of money in a piece of stock overnight. You know there there were so many things that went in their favor, and you
0: want to now you're saying Trump's not entitled to that. Now think about this: they went after President Trump for a nothing charge, nothing to see here. But they went after him anyway. Do you think this is going to change the landscape of, uh, of of Washington? In that, do you think now they're going to, without hesitation, go after Biden for the uh, the influence peddling that uh, he's been involved with? I mean, they've been very hesitant, much more hesitant than I would have been. You know, they, as a matter of fact, Jim Jordan was on with Maria Bartiromo on um, sunday and they were talking about the fact that bragg had responded negatively to their invitation to have him come down and explain mm-hmm. himself in front of congress so maria asked the next obvious question are you going to subpoena him and his answer was quote all everything is on the on the table all options are on the table or right, that's the quote all options are on the table to me, that was a weak answer because I would have said, absolutely,
2: yeah.
0: you can expect it any moment, but they didn't do that. And I was thinking maybe he didn't do it because he doesn't want to show all of his cards. Maybe Jordan doesn't want to issue idle threats, you know, empty threats. Maybe, let's say uh, the, the, the charges are dropped on Monday, today. Let's say they're dropped on Tuesday. Okay, Fine. That it so it disappears maybe the subpoena is unnecessary maybe they don't have to be distracted by the Bragg circus in in Washington because you know it'll be a circus the media will be all over the place there'll be demonstrations mm-hmm. it'll be the whole the whole nine yards so maybe Jordan did the correct political thing but if again if she had asked me the question my answer would have been uh you bet We'll subpoena him. You can count on it. Uh, and he he didn't answer that way. That's the whole thing, you know. Even the strongest Republicans can be a little too political sometimes. Sometimes you need to have a Trump who says we're going to kick butt and take names, you know. And uh, and I think that's what people like about Trump. Trump doesn't equivocate. He doesn't vacillate. He doesn't doesn't play the political games. And that's probably the the biggest thing that hurt him. Uh, In his first uh, administration, he trusted people and he thought people were going to be on the same page with him. And when he said, we're going to do this, and he was surprised later on that people were working behind the scenes in his administration to sabotage him, I think he was surprised. And I think that uh, in the next administration, I think they realized, no, this will be a different Trump in the next administration, he knows what to expect from people, and he knows who he's going to put in place, and it's going to be a much more effective, and and uh, powerful administration than the first one.
1: Well, he's only got one shot if he gets the chance to come back, and he's going to have to. Not even the the the, the phrase "get it right" is not even a part of this equation. He's going to do it, and he's going to get it right because. He has no choice. One shot. And when you're a one shot pony, you're gonna run for the roses, baby. You're gonna <laughs> run that thing as hard as you can yeah. all the way through. Get out of the way.
0: The thing is you though, know, I, I don't think that uh, I don't think they're gonna let him get into office because they they cheated in my opinion, in my opinion. They cheated in 2016, but they underestimated uh, the strength and power of the Trump candidacy. They they thought that they had figured out the algorithm properly and that he would be soundly defeated and he was the, vic- the victor. So they adjusted their algorithm in 2020. They and they literally had it so that a... a, a, a Doofus clown who was in his house 99% of the time, and when he spoke, spoke in front of a bunch of empty circles and a drive in. Uh, he could beat President Trump, who would draw hundreds of thousands of people on his uh, election, you know, at his stops along the way. and And it never made sense to any. Thinking human being, if you are a Democrat out there and you just hate Trump and hate MAGA, well, you're shaking your fist right now and you're saying you're full of crap. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Biden won. You're a conspiracy theorist. No, no, I, I, I truly have. I, I think I'm clear-headed. I think I'm the one who has thought this through and looked at the obvious facts, and it is obvious to any clear-headed thinking human being that there was corruption involved in 2020, and I don't care whether the media tries to silence you uh, or me, I don't care about uh, social media trying to de-platform us, hey, if it's the truth, you have to say it. It's as That's simple true. as that, and and you can you can adjust. You know, I was disappointed over the weekend, uh, Ivanka, the daughter who is um, a little more liberal than the other uh, Trump family members. But I know Donald right. Trump loves his daughter. He he's a he's a good man. Anybody who knows Donald Trump personally will tell you that the Trump you see on the stage. And in public is different in, in many ways than the Trump who you meet, you know, personally and, and one-on-one. Because he's—one man said he's the most intelligent man in the room when he enters a room. He is a brilliant human being. Now, you may be surprised by that because the media tries to make him out as, to be some kind of a doofus, some kind of a clown. He is, he is anything but— he is a bright human being, and he's thinking way ahead of the game but um, Ivanka, apparently I didn't hear this, I couldn't find the quote, but I heard it on one of the talk programs this morning. She said, "I love my father and I love my country." That was her response to her dad being indicted and I thought, you know, I think what she's I think she's afraid that the communist left is going to go after her. Well, they're
1: going to go after everybody. They don't care. They don't care who you are. They don't care if you're a Democrat. If it if it's in their best interest to take you down, they're going to take you down and stomp you into the ground. That's just how they are. They're going to cast the first stone, and they're going to kick, kick,
0: kick, and keep on kicking. So you think that no matter what she says, she could have said, she could have come out and said, go brag. <laughs> and they're still going to go after her because she's Ivanka Trump.
1: Yeah. She, no matter what she does, right? it's not going to be the right thing to do because she bears the name. She bears the name that they're going after. they That's all they see. Somebody in that party will go, well, she's a target. Sorry, got to sink her ship. And that's what they're going to do. They, they don't care about any good that any Trump has done, and Donald Trump has done a lot of good, so don't. Misquote me there. But they don't care about anybody else. What they care about is taking down anybody
0: with that name. You know, if anybody who listens to the program knows Ivanka, you might uh, tell her to relax. That, uh, yes, there are some people in social circles in New York who will shun you because of your name and because of your brilliant father, but don't let it bother you. You have 80 million people who love you because you're Donald Trump's daughter, okay? You have people all over this country who will applaud you and cheer you on because of who you are. Do not let the pressure from the New York elite—and by the way, I never really traveled in any of those circles, but I met people who did because I worked in New York. <clears throat> I worked in media in New York, and yes, it is powerful. It is it is a uh, uh, an intoxicant to be around uh, these people and and have their influence and all that stuff. But they're just people. They're just mm-hmm. people. You know, there's a movie out. I, I should. I don't mean to to no, uh, okay. step aside here, but I. I was uh, looking around for stuff to watch over the weekend, and one of the movies they're promoting on, I think it's Amazon Prime, uh, was Babylon. Babylon, okay? It's about Hollywood in the 1920s, from like 1920 to 1935. That's the era that they they cover. And it goes from the silent era of of pictures into the talkies. The director... uh, was given a huge budget, and he just was like a, a guy who couldn't get enough food at a banquet or at a buffet. He gorged himself. He overindulged himself. I'm talking about the director who made Babylon. He made a three-and-a-half-hour movie from a movie that should have been maybe uh, an hour and 20 minutes, an hour, the 100 best. minutes. You know, it, it should have been maybe an hour and a, and a quarter shorter. It was about Hollywood and its, its debauchery, its uh, gratuitous sex, its, its uh, lavish parties with uh, naked women and open sex. It, I mean, these are things, by the way, that we think of like being the 70s, you know, free love. free. This was the 20s. They were doing it in the 20s. And I would submit that they're probably doing it even now at certain parties in Hollywood. They overindulged themselves. And the thing about it was, the only thing I walked away from the movie was <clears throat> that I felt sad for these hollow, empty, soulless people. You, may, you, you think to yourself, how can you be sad? They're driving nice cars. They live in big mansions. <clears throat> they're surrounded by all these gorgeous women. And they were never satisfied, ever. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. People, when they have all this opulence and all this wealth. And I think that's that's uh, how our society is right now. I think the Democrats uh, are fighting for the same kind of thing. There's a, there's a correlation, by the way, between the left and Hollywood, big time. Big, big time. I mean, Hollywood and uh, the people in, in Washington who are uh, pushing this communist agenda, they're, they're walking lockstep. And yet, when you look at these people, they're anything but communist on the outside. They have, they have wealth. They have a lot of toys to play with: cars, boats, planes, yachts. You know, they got it all. But they're promoting a lifestyle for you and me that is miserable and gray and and sad and sick. That's what they want us to have here in this country. They want the United States to go from the, being the land of the free and the home of the brave, to be the land of the oppressed, and the home of the meek and humble and mild. You know, there's
1: a lot of people that are actually starting to vacate the United States and say.
0: But where do you go? I was thinking about that over the weekend. It's funny you should say that, Bill. I was thinking about that. Where do you go? What well,
1: that's just it. And see, a lot of people, they're tied to this country because they've got their retirement, their savings, everything here. Uh, now your savings you can theoretically take with you. Right? Uh, there's even 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 countries now saying take your money out of uh, out of U.S. currency. It's about to go to hell. I in think in,
0: India over the weekend just uh, starting to trade yeah in rupees, Indian rupees. Um, I don't know. I mean, they, I guess they they have no more faith in the U.S. dollar. And do you blame them? with all of our turmoil, all of the stuff that's going on. I, the president of El Salvador, I think I said this on our update over the weekend, he said, "Right, we're not going to look at you anymore, the U.S., for advice about how to be a good democracy. You can't preach anything right now with what you guys are doing. There was another country
1: where the president sat there and said, piece of... Uh- piece of financial advice you have anything in u.s currency get it the hell out in the next two weeks because oh yeah
0: that was in africa that wasn't i think yeah, in ghana yeah. yeah
1: yeah because it's about to go the way of the forgot you know you're gonna lose your money and i'm sitting there going all right i'm an american where do i put my money now you know i i have some things going on and i have a financial plan because you know you you have four you know, four seasons, maybe five seasons of life. And when you uh-huh. sit there and you get to the, you know, the twilight area, where yes. you're still vital and stuff, you start thinking about, okay, I can't take this money with me. So, you know, and, and, you know, so I have a, a goal to where I want to be, to where I can be happy for the next 20 some odd uh, years, you know? But, well,
0: uh, I, I, uh, I mentioned the Babylon thing and the movie thing uh, because it, you know it showed excess and misery, and mm-hmm. it showed confusion. And I think our whole society is is uh, is confused right now. I think we are living. I don't know how we pull out of it if we lose Trump. If we lose Trump, he's such a vital cog to our recovery that I don't see anybody else who has the influence. Or the 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 brains to be able to pull us back to what we used to be, I, I just you don't know. I don't see. Uh, do you see a- Asa Hutchinson being a president who could do it? No. Do you see? How no, about no. Nikki Haley? Come on, Nikki Haley. No. Our
1: alternatives are not there. But you know the 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 fortunate thing is, if if you're a if you're any kind of person of the United States, whether you're Democrat or Republican. Uh, you look at you look at the uh, Republicans. We got Trump. Maybe uh, you look at the Democrats. You got Biden, really, and Kamala. You know, no, that not really. And then then you start looking at some of your other contenders. AOC. Oh no, you don't want that. And then then there's rumors out there. Hillary still thinks she is a contender, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and it might be her turn. And I'm hearing rumblings that the the Hillary train. Is at the station. They're they're chucking in the coal, and she's getting ready to get her choo choo on the track. (laughs) Now the other the other person, uh, and this is kind of weird, you know, said they would never ever run, but these are are two peas of the same pod because Michelle Obama now has made inklings that she might run, and then I started thinking, you know. The two most disastrous women that I think could even run are thinking about running. What if they ran
0: as a pair? Well, uh, all I can tell you, I think both have too big an ego to be second place. Are you going to say to Hillary, we'll make you vice president to Michelle? No, she would never take it. And yeah, do, you think, but Michelle- do you think Michelle would be vice president to Hillary?
1: She might if she knew she was going to get it uh, down the road. Because now here's the thing, you know, there's 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 uh, rumors in Happy Happy Land that uh, the Obamas aren't getting along too well. I heard and,
0: about that. Yeah, I heard. And that. Hillary
1: could really counsel uh, Michelle on that because. She hasn't been happy in Happy Happy Land for a long time, you right. know. Going back before the cigar incident, yes, there there was the ashtray. Just
0: ask Uma Abedin just how happy she has been in Happy Happy yeah. Land, and I'll leave that uh, alone right there. <laughs> but <Uma> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know where we're gonna go uh, if we lose Trump. If we lose Trump, we're we're in in, in big doo doo, as they would say. But you know. Trump did say one thing uh, in a recent talk, and it's so true.
4: Thank you very much. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice Today I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen.
0: So don't think for one second that the left is going to allow him to be president again. They are afraid of this man and what he can and will do to them. He will dest- he will destroy the left. I don't know how we're going to be able to uh, survive as a country if if we lose a guy like Trump. And I think think he's in danger when he goes into New York tomorrow. I mean, people say, oh, don't be such a dramatic person, Jim. He's going to be really protected. And like I said on Friday's program, yeah, John Kennedy was protected too in Dallas. And we know what happened to him in Dealey Plaza. You know, I mean, uh, that wasn't uh, a situation that anybody expected could happen, and it did. And I don't like the fact that President Trump is going to be out there and exposed to all of these people. I mean, you got high-rise buildings. You have, you're have you going to have thousands of people demonstrating pro and con. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of con there, a lot of uh, people who don't like them, and they'll be letting their voices be heard. And, of course, the media will will just— mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll surround all of these people. They'll want to make it look like he's not popular. And the fact of the matter is, he's incredibly popular. And I, I do worry that if anything happens to him, if he is is hurt in any way as a result of this action, God knows what's going to happen to our country. I'm I'm worried for I'm worried for our country. Am I wrong, Bill? Am I being no, over No, you're not
1: wrong. Uh, yeah, but you know, there are so many things we haven't talked about. You know, with everything going on, there's still a threat of war. There's Putin out there that gave us clear warning uh, about war. And he's mad at the United States. And
0: he's he sent a message to the people. And I have the audio. We played it on our update over the weekend. But it's worth listening to this again. This is uh, a, a gentleman reading a transcript of Putin's most recent, uh, one of his most recent talks. Listen.
5: Okay, so this is Putin, his words. I'm tired today. I'm tired of everything. I want to talk to the countries of the world. What's happening? What kind of Satan's plan do you dream of? You want to deliberately reduce the world's population by sacrificing innocent lives using unstable spirits who believe in your political correctness. People brainwashing, vicious media systems, and shameless lies constantly and intentionally. So he says, I'm aware of your satanic plans to reduce the population of the planet. You are so evil to use the weakest and marginalized. If you think your people will have to get used to being massacred, leave your position Now what is that, what is he saying right there? If you think your people will have to get used to being massacred, leave your position. What he's telling us is we need to go out and we need to stand up for ourselves and stop the genocide. We need to stop the genocide. Okay, and the genocide is the, the 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 pretext for the genocide is the war in Ukraine. It would stop tomorrow and not be any threat whatsoever if we t- tomorrow stop sending a single dime to Zelensky, not a dime to him. Then then there might be peace. OK, but not as long as we send money to them. And we know that. We know that we're provoking uh, a, a nuclear war. Just just think of this. Back when Putin gave his speech saying, we'll nuke you at the U.N., the media immediately went over to the thing of, oh, they're going to nuke Ukraine if they start losing. That's not what Russia said. They said they're going to nuke us if they start losing. But see, the media misdirects your attention from that and creates a different narrative that is not threatening to you so that you will not go out into the streets. To continue with this speech, if America and Europe do not end these plans, you will face not only God's judgment, but mine as well. Okay, let me reemphasize this. He is, he's saying it to you straight here. If America, not Ukraine, if America and Europe do not end these plans, you will face not only God's judgment, because he thinks it is God's judgment, but mine as well. Stop your plans. Long live God and the fatherland, or death is waiting for you. That, folks, is the final warning that we get from Russia.
0: People may say that's ridiculous. Uh, He's uh, being very dramatic, and uh, they're not talking about attacking us with nuclear weapons. President Trump also said this.
4: Every single day they talk about, will this end up in nuclear war? We're on the precipice of a disaster the likes of which this world has never seen. This will make World War I and World War II like baby
0: stuff. Okay, so why aren't the uh, people in the press talking about where we are right now when it comes to uh, war? I mean, why aren't they talking about the dangers of a nuclear war Uh, on Meet the Press or on Face the Nation or any of these Sunday talk programs. They're ignoring it. Why isn't it like top five news stories on the nightly news where we stand? It's because Washington wants us to get to that point. Washington wants us possibly to be in a war situation. I think they think there's an acceptable loss that we can sustain as a country. And I know
1: that has actually been discussed by the United States, China and Russia, because we think that, you know, wisdom has come upon us, has been bestowed upon us over the years since the, uh, you know, the Cold War and the threat of uh, nuclear Armageddon. And they want to scare the people, but they also think that. You know, we can get population control here. We can get this world in order. We can sit there and make all this stuff that we want to have happen, happen with a nuclear war and the people that we bestow life upon. They'll live through this. You and me, forget it.
0: Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and uh, other people at the World Economic Forum say that the ideal population for our planet is 550 million. That being said, currently we have 330 million uh, right now in this country. Of course, it's growing daily thanks to uh, the non-secured border to our south. But we have 330 million people in our country. Uh, They have over a billion in China and India. Uh, I mean, the only way you're going to get down to 550 million is for a lot of those people to disappear. And the only way that happens is with pandemics and wars.
1: And, you know, if we do the big cattle roundup uh, here in the United States of all the uh, people from all over the world, just open up our borders and let them in when we do go to war, a couple of good, well placed nukes will go a long way in that population reduction and, and get enemy number one out of the picture. Oh, we're enemy
0: number so, one. Bottom. So I, I asked my know. friends on the left uh, who in your family do you consider to be uh, an acceptable loss? I mean, is it okay for your grandchildren to, uh, to be destroyed because it, it fits into the agenda of the left? I mean, is that okay? You, you're shaking your head. Open your eyes. This, all this stuff is happening, and many on the left just pretend it's not. And, and I mean, the fact that we're going after uh, an innocent man right now and making a spectacle out of it, You think that's okay? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't care whether you like his personality, his hair, or his profession, or whatever. I don't care. The fact is he's innocent. Anybody who looks at this, and he's been looked at by other DAs, by federal prosecutors, by the Justice Department, and they've all said there's nothing to see here. But yet this doofus in New York, this this Soros-backed and placed DA, decides, well, I don't care whether there's nothing to see here. I'm just going to file charges anyway and to to hell with them. Be damned with what uh, the experts and the legal uh, judges uh, say. I don't care. Well, Mm -hmm. you should care because it changes everything in our country. Anyway, uh, we could go on. Uh, One other thing I wanted to mention before we end the show, McDonald's. Yeah, I was going to mention that. They kind of went a little woke. You know, during the Biden administration, uh, they wanted to be environmentally cool and uh, they were got rid of some of their foods because it wasn't the in thing. Well, McDonald's is temporarily shutting down its U.S. offices this week as it prepares for corporate layoffs. During the week of April 3rd, we will communicate key decisions related to roles and staffing levels across the organization McDonald's said in an internal email viewed by the Wall Street Journal, McDonald's corporate employees were asked to work from home Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday as it makes announcements relating to staffing and company restructuring. It is unclear how many corporate employees will be laid off. But uh, there's a big company, McDonald's. Uh, In my lifetime, it has been nothing but successful. Nothing. I mean, from the sign out front, when I was a kid, I remember seeing one million burgers sold, right? And I thought that's that's impressive. Then um, as my life moved on, I saw one billion. <laughs> one billion burgers sold. And 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 pretty th- soon
1: it'll be nothing sold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these woke companies who thought that they would do the The cool thing, and follow along and lockstep—they're being damaged by their stupidity. Look what happened with Bed Bath and Beyond. You know, Mike. Disney, yeah, Disney. Oh, right on. But Mike uh, Lindell—he came out in support of President Trump. Well, Bed Bath and Beyond. Was above that, so they removed all of the My Pillow commercials. I mean, product rather from their inventory. All of it was gone. My Pillow no longer was sold in Bed Bath and Beyond. And then, to their surprise, half of their business disappeared, maybe more. And now they're on the verge, literally teetering on the verge of total bankruptcy. And they're wondering. Oh, how did that happen? Because some fathead in the corporate office thought they'd be cool. You know, they did that with Coca-Cola, too. They have a chairman who's a fathead, and uh, he thought he'd be cool, and that affected their sales. Disney, like you said, uh, I don't know. Uh, he's, Pepsi's he has
1: been uncool for a while. So all these American icons are going by the by. Uh, a couple of other news stories we can't really dig into now, but uh, they're out there. You know, there's a big blizzard that's going to be hitting the Northwest and Midwest. Right. So we got bad weather on the doorstep. got yeah. another uh, rail derailment. Uh, this what is one it in Montreal.
0: What is it with the trains? I don't know. Twenty-five
1: trains off the track and in the drink. You know, going <laughs> to the river. But uh, oh, there's no harm,s of it or anything. Like of course, yeah, we're right. But, uh, above and beyond that, I don't care that you got chemicals, nukes, food, groceries, uh, construction material. Freight is how we, you know, supply America. I know. it's It's been the backbone. And it's gone to hell in a handbasket overnight. Yeah. And our supply chain is now crippled
0: and on its knees. Oh, wait a second. And, and, wait, 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 wait. Pull over to the side of the road here. We're going to go a little long for just a second here. Uh, we talked about this several months ago, but food processing plants around the country destroyed, sure. hundreds of them, Right. right? Hundreds mm-hmm. of food processing plants destroyed. Then we had uh, attacks on our utility system uh, up in mm. the northwest and in South Carolina. Exactly. Okay, they're going after the utility system. Then we start having freight trains derail all over the country. Uh, all right, you got a trifecta going on here anymore? So, so what is it? Is this all coincidence? Or is this all planned? And by the way, we're also in the mass of illegals coming across the southern border. We have people from China. China. We have military-aged men coming across, Chinese men, into our country illegally. What is going on? What is our administration doing to our country?
1: Well, that's a damn good question, and one we couldn't answer in an hour because there's an agenda I don't even know if Joe gets the answer from his handlers because he's got someone that handles him as best they can. His mouth, you know, couldn't save hey, his life. I, I mean, I gotta heck. play.
0: I gotta play this. He, he, All right, go ahead. he was in Rolling Forks, Mississippi. I think it's Rolling Forks. Yeah, Isn't the it?
1: place I was just gonna mention yeah, that. the Rolling place Forks, they got hit by the, the tornadoes. Awful. And whatnot.
0: A lot of people died. It was tragic, and it was obliterated. And Joe said this:
4: "The town of Rolling Stone will be back." And we'll be with you every step of the way. And I, did I what did I say? I, I, didn't. I said Rolling Fork, Rolling Stone. I got my mind going here.
0: Yeah, you got your mind going. Yeah, we're yeah, <laughs> big rock singers. We got toes yeah. and fingers. In the cover <laughs> of the Rolling Stone. Anyway, and my that's it, friends. Face. Have, have yourself a wonderful <laughs> day. Say a prayer for President Trump uh, and for his safety. Uh, in New York, and uh, we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow, believe me. Bill, it's a pleasure, my friend.
1: It's been a great time. Say a prayer for yourself, and then uh, it's a hard reach, but you might want to kiss your own butt goodbye because (laughs) I think that's where we are in America today. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. (laughs) Sorry. No, we'll leave it at that. Take care, my friend. By the way, you can reach us. Our email address is mail at com. Mail at itsanotherday.com or our phone number, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said.
4: From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times.
0: I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only
2: have 260 million?